Hello, friends. Welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again on episode 160 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. Hey, I'm so glad that you are with me again this week. If you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. Many resources available at the website. You can string the podcast. You can subscribe to the various platforms. You can also email me. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for those of you that are leaving reviews and sharing this with others and leaving ratings. I really, really do appreciate that. I had a conversation just in the last few days with one of our listeners that was talking about the podcast we did recently, Leadership in Times of Sorrow. And they were sharing with me a personal experience in their own life about a friend that had a a loved one pass away, and they were sharing about how helpful that podcast was. So I really love that. my, My goal is to add value to your leadership journey to help you. And so I would love for you to take advantage of the website to email me and contact me and let me know how that is happening. If some of our listeners are local to my leadership environment, certainly when we see each other, I would love to hear from you. Hey, today I want to talk about leadership and hardship. Leadership and hardship. (laughs) This podcast, as most of the podcasts do, come out of some of my own living and leading and the context of what's happening in my own life. And so I want to talk about this subject today. Have things been hard for you? I mean, we've certainly had an amazing historical time with the pandemic, the election, all that's going on. So let me share with you some important ideas about leadership and hardship that will help you. think about. I've been thinking about some of the personal challenges in my own life and my own family. Been thinking about some of the challenges within my own leadership context. Been thinking about the challenges that my city is facing. My local city where I live is facing some challenging times. My state, my nation, the globe. I mean, when you look around, it's like everywhere there's hardship, there's difficulty, there's challenge. How do we remain hopeful as leaders? How do we give solid, sound, wise, loving, hopeful, compassionate, empathetic leadership in these times while you're getting things done? I realize that some of my, some of those of you that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, your context of leadership is not like mine. You've got uh, projects that you're managing and your engineers and your CPAs, your stay-home moms, your uh, creatives, and you're, you've got a much different context than I do for leading. Yet I do believe that the principles of leadership can cause flourishing to happen no matter your leadership arena. So leadership <laughs> and hardship. Let me just say, first of all, that your gift is going to attract problems. One of my best friends has an unbelievable ability to organize to bring order out of chaos. And one particular day, 
They were really upset by the chaos that was around them. They had expectations of people around them that weren't being met. And they were just venting, you know, like, I'm just so tired of the chaos. And then I just sort of said to them, you know, what's interesting to me is that your gift attracts chaos. To be frustrated by the chaos is to say I'm frustrated for an opportunity when my gifts would be very relevant and very helpful. I'm an encourager, and so there are times I find myself in discouraging situations. I don't want to be in discouraging situations, yet my gift attracts that because these situations of discouragement need my encouragement. I wonder if you know what your gifts are, and if you can see the situations that are going on around you, Maybe your gift is attracting those things because they need what you carry, circumstances, people, situations, opportunities, (laughs) hardship needs what you carry as a leader, what you carry in your heart, what you carry in your character, what you carry in your mind, what you carry in your history and in your experiences and the kind of learnings that you have, academic learnings, unique trainings, life learnings, experiential learning, leadership, and hardship. Do you know that the word ship is a suffix, and a suffix does three general ideas to a word. You move from lead or leader to leadership, and you change the idea of the word from leading to leadership. It moves from a verb to a noun, or you change the idea of a leader which is a noun, to a leadership, which is a different type of noun. And when you add the suffix ship, it has three general effects on the word. You can be talking about the skill that you move from a leader to leadership. Then you start talking about the skills of that leader. Uh, Another idea of the suffix ship is position. So you go from leader to leadership. You're talking about a position or a title that an individual has or an organization may have. The third idea of the suffix uh, ship is condition, is the condition. So when we move from leader to leadership, we're not only talking about their skills or we're talking about their position, but we're actually talking about the condition within which they lead, the condition of the leader themselves or the condition of their leading, what style, what quality, how they lead, etc. I bring up the idea of ship for us because... The title of today's podcast is Leadership and Hardship, and I'm wondering which ship is having the most effect on you right now. You see, when we begin to examine these two ships in our life, I wonder which ship is sitting in the harbor of your heart. Which ship has put down the anchor in your mind, in your vision, in your thinking? Is it hardship or is it leadership? These often coexist at the same time. And what I'm wanting us to consider today, friends, is is hardship determining your skills right now? Is hardship really determining the position that from which you are offering leading and leadership? Is hardship really determining the position of your attitude and your vision? Is hardship determining the condition of your character, your vocabulary, your attitude, your relationships. You see, let me give you some basic and practical examples. I know hardship is affecting my skill 
as a leader when I become more controlling. I know that hardship is affecting my skills as a leader when I break down communication. It becomes more defensive. It's a lot more you statements, less I statements. I'm listening to respond. I'm not listening to understand. I know that hardship is affecting my skill when I stop delegating well. I overlook details. I don't plan well. I don't look forward. I don't see what's coming and make plans for those things. I know that hardship is affecting my position as a leader when I sit behind my desk for more meetings rather than sitting in the more relational arena of my office space. I know that hardship is affecting me more in my position when I throw around my title or I'm making an quote-unquote executive decision. I know that hardship is affecting my position more when I start looking for the perks and privileges to benefit me because of my role more than I look to my role to add perks and benefits to other people. I know that hardship is affecting the condition of my leadership when I'm defensive, impatient, when I'm sharp, when my character is not humble but prideful. It is not joyful or meek, but it is sharp and it is impatient and it is selfish. I know that hardship is affecting the condition of my leadership when the condition of my heart and my character is not what I want it to be. It's not trustworthy. It's not enjoyable to be around. It's questionable. Friends, I'm wondering which ship, and often these two ships coexist in our life at the same time, I am wondering which ship has taken harbor in your heart. Which ship has the most influence is the question, because leadership and hardship coexist. Oftentimes, hardship It needs leadership. I mean, leadership can attract hardship. (laughs) That's so much of what leadership is. We're helping people navigate through difficult times. So I want you, after you listen to today's podcast, just sit down and think about which is having a most, most influence on you, hardship or leadership? What do we do if hardship is having more of an influence? If leadership is having uh, more of an influence in your life, then maybe you want to turn the podcast off for the sake of today and you're doing really well. And keep doing what you're doing. Kudos to you. I applaud you. That's fantastic. I want leadership to be the primary (laughs) influence for you. Good leadership, healthy leadership. Good, competent leadership, compassionate leadership, strong character leadership. But what should you do if hardship is having a more of an influence on you than what you want? You recognize it. You recognize that hardship is affecting you. Well, I want to share with you four tips on where hardship comes from and where what you can do about it. Four tips. Where does hardship come from and, and what can I do about it? And these are things that I've observed in my own life and things that I've observed and just reading recently about leadership. I'm taking a uh, continuing education course on leadership. And these are some things that have popped up that I think, man, that really is right. It sounds right, feels right. Think upon my history of leadership and like, yep, yep, I can relate to all of those. Here's tip number one. We experience hardship because of truth. 
<laughs> we experience hardship because of truth. When you share truth with other people, not opinions, not subjective truth, but truth that can be backed up by facts, by data, by experiences, when we share truth with other people, that can create hardship. A hardship around facts that people simply don't want to acknowledge what the facts are telling us. The sales numbers aren't meeting what they need to be. The goals that you have established aren't being met. And so adjustment needs to happen, etc. And sometimes when we share the facts or the facts are shared with us, we don't like it. And so we experience hardship because of truth. What you should do about that are believe the facts and adjust. Believe the facts. Learn. Learn what's happening. Test the facts. Test your hypotheses. Test what's going on. Have conversations with other people. Seek validation and feedback to see if what the facts are telling you are indeed the facts. Because in today's politicized climate, we can seem to find facts for every side of the argument. And it's tough to navigate a leadership arena with real objective truth. But friends, as leaders, we need objective truth. Otherwise, leadership becomes what anybody wants it to become. And it's not helpful for us in the long run. So when you experience hardship because of truth, believe the truth. And do that through learning, through testing, through validating the facts, having conversations with other people. Here's tip number two for where hardship can come from. It comes from making choices of integrity. Yeah, integrity. <laughs> you know, people want to get around integrous moments. People want to get around these little moments of recognizing that I'm taking credit for something I didn't do, and I'm not giving credit to someone. Maybe I'm not taking credit, but I'm not giving credit either to someone who deserves the credit for what they've done, the way that they've contributed and added value to other people. This is really the heart of a leader about wanting to be an integrous leader, trustworthy, good character, sound, wise. Friends, it's difficult to move a team, a church, an organization forward when people can't trust each other. Trust is built using the stones of integrity and honesty and encouragement and helpful feedback. The organization of trust is built on these foundations of knowing that you're going to do what you say you're going to do and that you're not going to backbite and gossip about me or slander about me. And it's about integrity. And often integrity, what, what do we do when we're experiencing hardship because of integrity? You, gotta, you just got to live integrous. You have to maintain your faithfulness to integrity. And you do this privately. You can do this through confessing those moments when you're not living in integrity to maybe someone that you really do trust and you can say, hey, you know, I blew it the other day here or there in this arena. I really blew it in that space. So integrity is really about what you do privately more than what you do publicly. And the more you do it privately, people can really trust what you say publicly. Let me share with you the last two tips Hardship comes from betrayal. It just comes from relational betrayal. People just 
ultimately don't want to be around you. They don't like you. They don't trust you. They are jealous of you. Or they, they just have negative emotions when it comes to you and your role and your leadership, your responsibility and your influence. And they're just going to say things about you. And I've learned in leadership, a lot of times they're not going to come to you and say these things. I wish as leaders, people would come to us and let's have a conversation and not just blow up at me or me blow up at you, but let's have a helpful conversation that allows all of us to grow and, and to get better. But when you face hardship for betrayal, how you manage that is to double down on love. Now, love sets boundaries. Love is not going to be abused, and love is not going to abuse other people. Love is going to protect connection. Love wants to protect the reputation of each other. The love is also going to be honest. And love is going to have a brave conversation. If you want to know more about brave conversations, go all the way back. I believe it's episodes 15 through 18, a four-part series we did on the conflict and the beauty of human relationships. I think that's what it's called. But it's basically four episodes on conflict resolution. When you are experiencing hardship because a friend betrayed you, a coworker betrayed you, a coworker recruited another coworker to go work for your competitor, whatever it may be, when you experience this kind of betrayal, you got to double down on love. I know we want to get even and we want to say things, but friends, it hurts your character in the long run. Then you get the hardship for integrity. You lose it. Hardship number four, tip number four is we experience hardship for growth's sake. Now, there are times in leadership that we just go through difficult seasons, and the purpose of those seasons is not because of truth or integrity or human betrayal. It's simply a hard season to help us grow. It's a refining season. I would describe myself in one of those seasons now. I recognize some areas in my life where my leadership really needs to grow. I'm not totally sure what to do about it, but I'm aware that I feel like some stuff is on fire around me. <laughs> like I smell flesh burning, and it's my own flesh. It's my own immaturity that is on fire right now. And I'm experiencing internal hardship, not too much external hardship. This is mostly internal hardship, but it's because I believe I'm in a season of really growing. So, how do I respond to that? Grow. <laughs> Find out what it is that you're supposed to be growing in. Communication skills, people skills, conversational skills, delegation skills, executive level thinking, conflict resolution skills, priority management, uh, motivational speaking, inspirational thinking, being available, accessible, relational, compassionate, empathetic, justice, etc. Find out what it is you're supposed to be growing in and then just develop a plan to grow and solicit some feedback from others around you. What I have found to really help me in this season is of, of growing in response to the hardship is learning to be content with what's happening in my life. I'm also maintaining a healthy ambition for wanting to grow. I choose to remember how I have grown to give myself some hope that I'm going to make it through this. You're going to make it through this. And I also just learn through feedback, through reading, through listening in specific areas that from people who have the knowledge that I need. And so I want to grow through knowledge. I want to grow through experience. And these two um, doors, if you will, of, of growing are so helpful for us when we're experiencing hardship because it's a season to grow. So hardship and leadership, leadership and hardship. 
I hope, friends, that leadership is having more of an influence in your life right now than hardship. Even though you may be facing hardship, commit to believe what's going on in your life, that it's good and that it's factual and that it's truth. Live it out privately and publicly. Be honest about it. Double down on love and commit to grow. Hey, friends, I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. (laughs) It has been helpful for me. I love each of you. Hope you have an amazing week. Stay healthy. Stay hopeful. I'll talk to you again next week.